Hello. So I am speaking to you right now from my bedroom, not a walk, um, because I've had to do some re-recording of bits because this recording actually turned out really bad. I mean, the content is phenomenal. Sadly, uh, yeah, this was actually probably one of the best stories you might have ever heard and definitely one of the best ones that I've ever spoken at my old gob hole. Um, but yeah, the mic just started kind of going all crackly in bits. Um, and there are bits I've left in and you will be able to hear a little bit of crackling in parts, but I don't think it's too obtrusive. And I think I've left it in just to preserve the, you know, the authenticity of the improvised story. But there is a bit where it just kind of gets too much. And so I've cut that bit out and I am going to butt in again when that happens and I'm just going to summarise what I came up with in that bit because you know that it's the real climax of the, of the movie actually and I, it almost brought me to tears and it would suck for this uh, this whole episode just to be chucked in the bin so I am um, yeah I do like the sound of uh, me with my own voice in my ears uh, as I don't usually have when I'm walking along but now I am sat back in my room, as I used to be on the old podcast. Yeah, oh, it's giving me a sense of nostalgia. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to leave you with, yeah, the old poddy pod pod. And me walking about. And then I'm going to jump back in when it starts just to get a little bit too much. All right, see you in a bit. Hello. Okay. Here we go, episode eight. Wow, this thing's got some momentum. Episode eight of First Thought Boom Thought. Not many things that I've committed to eight weeks in a row. Actually, that's not true. But something creative like this often seems to fizzle out. But yeah, I feel like what's the. Um, well, the rule of uh, quitting something, I think if you give it up for a month, then you're on the right track. I don't know if that's relevant here, but I've committed to this for two months. Um, but actually, no, that applies to doing something every day. I'm doing this every day. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. But I'm still pretty happy with eight weeks of uh, First Thought Boonthorpe. Um, and yeah, there have been some iffy weeks, but there's also been some some gems in there. Um, this week's episode may be a little shorter because I'm in a bit of a rush. As usual, I've left it to the, the last day. Friday is the day that we release it now. Um, and yeah, and then I've got to drive back home to Abingdon, then go back to London. So yeah, busy old day, so I'm smashing the podcast out in the morning. Um, I was planning on getting up, you know, starting this podcast at like nine, but I keep getting caught up in reading about Wagatha Christie, um, Rebecca Vardy and Colleen Rooney's whole thing. 
and uh, I think I've decided I'm team I'm team Rooney by the sounds of things um, seems like Vardy's pretty guilty um, she by all accounts it seems like she wants a bit of the old fame Rooney has not thrust herself into the public eye whereas it seems Rebecca Vardy might have done um, and by going on all these like you know she's gone on those shows um, what shows has she gone on um, Like I'm, she's gone. I'm slow to get me out of here and dancing with the stars. So. It seems like she wants a bit of the old fame monster, and she's got it, baby, at the expense of her husband. Ah uh, well, I wonder if that marriage will last. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's what I keep getting dragged into. Like. Uh, when I can't get out of bed, I'm scrolling through Twitter, examining the court records of Wagatha Christie. Um, I don't know why I care, but it's juicy. And I wish there were cameras in courts like there have been for the old Heard and Depp case. Um, sadly not. Just got to look at drawings and read transcripts. But, yeah. At one point they described um, this phone, this phone that is involved in the case, uh, Rebecca Vardy's agent's case, uh, Rebecca Vardy's agent's phone, is at the bottom of the sea. And I think the person uh, asking questions to Vardy was like, oh, and I've uh, heard this important piece of evidence is uh, in Davy Jones' locker. And uh, she had to turn to the judge and ask who Davy Jones was. And he just had to explain that it was figurative. All a bit silly, really. Um, but juicy to read about. Anyway, that's why I've not started this as early as I wanted to. Um, but I am instead combining the recording of this podcast with a trip to uh, Tesco to pick up some trousers. Um, was it last week? So last week I was going to buy some trousers. There's a lot of trouser-related content on these podcasts. Anyway, I said I was going to, you know, be quicker this time, and now I've started rambling about nonsense again. I feel like you can't just jump in and spin the wheel and get talking about a story. You have to ease people in with some uh, nonsense. Um, so if, if the recording is a bit, yeah, a few more cars on it this week, that is because 
Now, I'm not taking my typical geese-ridden route along the canal. I'm taking a bit more of a main, a bit more of a roady route. Um, I'm going to be taking you on a little tour of uh, Old Trafford. We're going to go past the Lancashire Cricket Ground, followed by a little place known as the Manchester United Football Ground. And that is called Old Trafford itself. Um, but meanwhile, I will be reciting a story that is yet to be written. I will be writing the story in front of your very eyes or your very ears. And that is the concept of First Thought Boonthorpe. We walk, we talk, we spin the wheel, and we spin the yarn. Oh wow, quite impressed with my own uh, wordsmithery there. Okay, here we go. I think we're gonna, gonna spin the wheel last week. Was last week? Was like, what, what even was last week? Was last week vampires? I can't remember. Let me have a look. Last week was good, whatever it was. I was happy with it. Um, no, it wasn't vampires last week. Oh, God. I don't know. No, oh, last week was the Oscar-worthy one. The Pillow Man. That was something else. I was very impressed with myself there. And... Uh, I look forward to that being created in reality. Right. Let's just spin the wheel. I'm passing a dog. This is barking. Right, where's the wheel? Tiny decisions. So the, the genres, we're getting fewer, we're cutting things down. Um, a couple of them have already come up, so if they come up again, if they come up again, um, I'm going to spin it again. Right, here we go. So wait, we've got rom-com, gangster, erotic thriller, road trip, musical, which we've done, coming of age, indie slash mumblecore. Now that's going to be a difficult, difficult one. Um, ghosts, sci-fi, which we've done, and family adventure. All right, spinning the wheel. What's it gonna be? Sci-fi. All right, we've done sci-fi. We're spinning again. Road trip. Okay. It's road trip, baby. Here we go. So. Now let's think about some iconic road trip movies. Again, listing ones I probably haven't seen. This podcast has just made me realise how few classic films I've seen. Like genre films. Um, so your classic ones, Thelma and Louise. Uh, I guess, well, would you say The Hangover is a classic? 
It's one that I've seen. Um, no, the hangover isn't. Is the hangover even one? Yeah, I guess it is. The hangover. So the ones I've seen are really cheesy and crap. Like Euro Trip, which is a kind of road trip teen sex comedy with a little appearance from a man known as Vinnie Jones. Um, classic road trip movies. I don't know. But basically, uh, no. I was about to say when Harry met Sally, but they do go on a road trip at the start, but that's not the movie, really, is it? Um, yeah, Thelma and Louise is the big one, I guess. Um, two women running away from their marriages, meeting a sexy Brad Pitt. Um, what happens in a road trip movie? I guess they are often running away from something or they're setting out to achieve something. Um, and well, a road trip movie is the classic, it's just like follows the classic story structure. They're setting out to achieve something, they encounter various incidents and challenges along the way, they return home. Um, changed maybe not having achieved what they wanted to set out to achieve but something else that they needed instead um uh rugrats movie rugrats the movie that's a road trip movie i guess with exhibit as the uh as reptar the it's a little buggy thing um but who could star in our own road trip movie? Hmm. Um. Like, all right, my first thought, and this is first thought Boone thought after all, and I am Boone. Um, my first thought is something about the elderly. Um. And perhaps, actually, weirdly enough, I had a dream last night that I was drink driving. Um, And I know the cause of this dream, and it was that I was driving with some some mates slash colleagues yesterday, and one of them said to me, is there a reason why you keep swerving? And I said, no. Uh, that's just, that's just, I'm, I didn't even realise I was swerving. And so that's just the way I drive. And I've been told that I swerve. Like in the middle of the road, I stay between the white lines. But I'm swerving, apparently. Um, but that's what the lines are for. As long as you stay within them, then you're, you're gravy, baby. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't even realise I'm swerving as I'm driving. Apparently I'm zigzagging across the road. Still within the white lines, mind but um, slightly unnerving to some. And he sort of said, have you had a couple of pints while we've been gone? I said, no, that's just my natural driving style, baby. Get used to it. And so then I had a dream about that I was drink driving and 
but was not just swerving the road, I was actually just so drunk. But luckily I woke up and I wasn't drunk. Alright, um, yeah, no, so we're getting back to this film about the elderly. An elderly road trip. Um, I mean, the first thought is they're fleeing from an old people's home. But now I'm thinking that is very similar to the story. Um, so the hundred year old man who climbed out the window and went on an adventure or something. Remember that? There's a big book that I read. Um, I've just gone the wrong way. Um, fleeing an old people's home, do you think? Or I think something along the lines of don't you have to take retake your driving test don't you have to retake your driving test when you're 80 years old perhaps something along those lines right I am currently just currently going past the uh, Lancashire cricket ground and they've like knocked down a whole wall. I don't know what they're doing, but they're like, I can see the cricket pitch. So I don't know if they're building another stand. But yeah. Interesting stuff. I have to go there next year. Um, right. So, um, where were we? So we got an elderly, their couple, and their two pals, two blokes, two blokes on a road trip, and uh, elderly. And oh, how about this? I don't know. If, yeah, this is happening. So one of them, let's call him Carl, and it's coming up to his 80th birthday when he'll have to retake his driving test. Um, and so one of the staff from the um the staff from the from the old people's home let's call her Mary and she's a bit like she's kind of your classic um, yeah she's quite uptight let's say she's, she's like she's like no and but our man He's not up for an adventure, he's a crazy guy, Carl. He's, he's been trapped in by this old people's home. And he is up for an adventure. Um, but Mary, so she's in a, she's in a, ooh. all right, yeah. Mary's in her twenties. She's always dreamed of doing something else, like, um, like, 
she ended up, she like enjoys caring for the old people, but it's not her dream. She's in her maybe late 20s and she's always dreamed of being a dancer, but she never, or maybe being a singer. Yeah, she's always dreamed of being a singer. We all know where this is going. Well, maybe we don't all know, but I know. Um, but she's kind of always been quite shy and quite uptight and just like, doesn't want to put herself out there. Um, Carl, he is just a yes man. He'll be like, say yes, he'll do anything. And he's just, he can't believe, he can't believe he's been you know, left in its old people's home, where it's just kind of crushing his spirit. Um, so, he has to, he's getting up to his 80th birthday, there's a car with a flat tyre, uh, and he has to retake his driving test. Um, Okay, so Mary and Carl. So this this old people's home is in Milton Keynes, let's say. A little tribute to my nana who was in an old people's home in Milton Keynes. There's not much going on there. There's little robots that deliver food to you from shops. Um, but apart from that, not much happening. So, he, uh, um, what happens? So, he's like saying to Mary, he sits in, Mary, can't we, uh, what does he talk like? Old, old people. Hey, man, that's like American. Mary, Mary. No, that's, is he really posh? Mary. She was like, Mary. Mary! I would like, I can't, it's hard to do a, um, like a, an old person without making them really posh, I guess you kind of lean towards that. What, like a kind of, Like a kind of uh, what do they talk like a an old, an old a posh person? No, not posh. Old person. All right. Yeah. been that's not fair, is it? Yeah, that's who talks. It's just amazing. It's not fair, is it? My kids, they got on they got an holiday, you know. It's uh, got at my 80th birthday, and uh, my kids have they've gone bloody Tenerife. Where me? That's not fair, is it, Mary? And Mary's like, but, but there's there's a reason why they've left you here. I mean, because you're you're very difficult when you go on holiday, aren't you? Aren't you, Carl? 
It's not difficult. I, you know, everybody I meet says I'm a lot of fun. Um, right, I'm going to pause this now because I am uh, turn up to Tesco and on a busy road. Right. Okay, we're back. Put one of those um put one of them on there. Um yeah, I just picked up my trousers. Anyway. Back in the zone, back in the groove. So he said, well, what what family Tenerife will that be? What's what's going on there? He said, well, you know when last time you went to, uh, went on holiday with your family, you know, they had to call, um, they had to send uh, a kayak out to rescue you because you thought you could windsurf. Well, I, I can't windsurf. I don't know what they're on about. Yes, you can windsurf one way, but you could never get back the other way, could you? You ended up in the faraway island. You go, well, it would be fun for everyone, wasn't it? They were just lying around by the beach. Lying around by the beach. There's nothing going on there. There's, there's, there's a whole world of adventures in that sea. Yes, well, perhaps they want to relax this time. Well, you know, all, all the stuff I did just run with you when they were, when they were younger. All the sacrifice I made. Now, they just dumped me here with you. Oh, I'm sorry you're stuck here with me, Carl. But there's plenty of other people you can socialise with. He said, he says. What does he say? He says, he says, there's, there's not, not you that's a problem, you know. It's not, it's not you that's a problem. Mary, it's just, you know, it's this whole, this whole place, you know, this whole town, it's not, it's, uh, it's not really a very exciting area for me, is it? And then Mary said, well, you know, it's, 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 it's a relaxing area. You can get food delivered by robots if you like. Well, that's all good, it's all good, isn't it, to talk about, but, you know, it's just, all you can get is stuff from Costa or Tesco. I want, I want a burger. Well, they haven't reached that stage yet, and there'll be burgers soon. Um, and then Carl's like, anyway, I've got an idea. Why don't we go for a drive, Mary? It's, uh, you know, it's almost my 80th birthday, and, uh, I uh, need to learn, uh, you know, my, my driving's a little bit, bit rusty these days. Uh, I think I could do with a bit more experience, don't you think? Um, and she's like, well, yes, I guess, I guess I could, I could take you out for a little spin in the, in the, in the car just to give you a bit more experience. Oh, cheers, cheers, Mary. That's a, uh, that's a uh, real great help. So we've established how they both talk. 
and uh, and so meanwhile um, Carl is secretly packing a rucksack he goes off to his room he's secretly packing a rucksack because he knows they're going on a road trip baby and uh, he's driving he's not rusty at all so he's packing a rucksack and uh, and he kind of hides it underneath his clothes um, and he uh, he comes back out and he says uh, he says Mary I'm ready for our little drive just a couple of drives around the block in it and she's like yes yes just to just to make you a bit ready for your your test again when you turn 80 and he's like oh brilliant I'm gonna be the best driver in the world um, so uh, they get in the car together and then they start going for a drive and Mary tells the Mary says to the staff at the old people's home she says we're just me and Carl just going out for a drive to test to make him a bit better for when he's uh, you know um, for when he's um, 80 and when he has to take his test again because he, he wants that freedom of driving um, so they hop in the car and they start driving and then they're driving for about 10 minutes 15 minutes just doing you know on the way out of Milton Keynes and then uh, Mary's like well, why don't you why don't we turn around here and we'll head back and Carl's just like what sorry I can't hear you and she's like what well, we can turn around here and we'll go back home and hey I think you're pretty good at driving and Carl's just like I, 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 I can't hear what you're saying love we're on the don't worry don't worry we'll be alright next thing you know they're on the motorway and they're off they're heading um, where are they heading they're heading north from Milton Keynes they're heading uh, they're going on an adventure um, no no they're going they're going south he loves the ocean he goes loves the ocean they're going to the Cornwall Dusty you don't know that and they're on the motorway and she's like she's like Carl Carl you're, you shouldn't be doing this turn around right now and he's like hold on just walk past uh, as they say in Manchester the Metis are getting on the train so if anyone hasn't got a ticket the Metis the Metro link not the train the trams they'll find you out they'll find you out if you haven't got a ticket right so he's like we're off we're off and Mary's like we're off where? Because we're off on an adventure, Mary. You need it, don't you? You need an adventure. His voice has changed a bit there. I like it more. 
you need an adventure. And uh, she's like, I don't need an adventure. I don't need an adventure. We need to get back home. And he's like, no, Mary, no. It's about time you saw the world. She's like, I don't need to see the world. Bits and Keens is perfectly enough for me. It's got everything I need. No, Mary, you haven't lived. There's so much of the world out there beyond these roundabouts. And so they uh, are off. And she's like, she's like, she's like, car, turn this car around. I'm going to call, uh, I'm going to call um, the police. And he's like, you call the police and what are they going to tell you? No, Mary, no. Look, give me one. We'll take, we'll stop. We'll take, make one stop. And if you're not, if you don't want to be on this road trip, look, Mary, look in the back seat. I've packed you a bag. We've got, you've got everything you need. If you, we'll do one stop and I'll show you how to have a bit of fun. And uh, if you don't have fun, sure, call someone. They'll pick you up, but I ain't going nowhere. Well, I am going somewhere. I'm going, I ain't going back there. It's kind of Australian now. So, they're on the road. They're driving down from Milton Keynes. Oh, this is where my poor English geography is uh, not going to be very helpful. Um, so they're driving south from Milton Keynes. I'm trying to think what comes next. What's an interesting town they could stop at? They, all right. They hit, right, they're following the south coast. They hit Brighton. He's like, oh, Brighton, I've had some brilliant times in Brighton. Do you remember, do you remember they had some fights in Brighton with the rockers and, and the, uh, the mods and the rockers? Do you remember that? Do you remember that, Mary? And Mary's like, oh, no, I don't, I'm only 20 years old. I don't know any idea what you're on about. He said, well, back in the day, there were two different groups and, and one wore uh, smart clothes and the other wore scruffy clothes and they didn't like each other and they had a big fight in Brighton. I was there. I was, uh, I didn't take sides. I kind of, uh, I wore both uniforms and I, I landed a punch on each one. Um, so, and she's like, oh wow, interesting. And so they stop in Brighton and they have, um, Try and get there a bit and he goes, and sh she's, I'll tell you what, Mary, she's never seen the sea, and she's like, he's like, Mary, this is the sea. And she's like, oh, wow, that is, it's quite nice, isn't it, actually? Um, that's lovely. And he goes, Mary, we're going to take a dip in the sea. And she's like, oh, no, she's like, oh, no. I wouldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get in the sea, no, no, in, in that big old, that big thing, it's too, it's too much of it, how could I ever? Right, there's too much going on, there's too much going on, and I'm really hot, and so, right, I'm going to 
stop doing their voices actually because slowing us down we get in the sea and he's like he's like well i'm going in so he strips off naked old man carl naked as the, like as the day is long as the day he was born naked as that naked as the day he was born and he gets in the sea and so this is so wednesday it's about 11 a.m there's not many people about but he struts down there proudly in his nude and uh, the thing is actually Mary can't drive herself um, so she's looking at those keys thinking oh I could drive back but she can't drive back without Carl actually and she can't drive at all um, so Carl is splashing about he go, come on Mary you'll love it and uh, he uh, and she and he's like he's like Mary don't you need to look after me what if I drown and then he kind of pretends to pretends to drown that's what he does so he goes he's like he starts going oh I'm drowning Mary I'm drowning and then he kind of slowly descends underwater. He pretends that he's drowning. Mary believes him. She runs into the sea. They're not actually that deep. Um, she runs in um, and grabs him and he's like, gotcha. And so she is like really annoyed at him. But also she's quite, quite like, finds the sea quite refreshing. She's like, oh. This isn't that bad, actually, is it? Let's see. Um, and, uh, and he's like, I told you. And then, so they have a little splash about. Then they get out, and then in his rucksack, he's got some towels. And she's like, you you really are prepared, aren't you? He's like, yes, I am. And so they walk dry each other down. I must say, this, this, this whole story does seem quite romantic in a way, but it's purely platonic. He's almost 80, she's in her 20s. Um, it's purely platonic. Um, but Carl is showing Mary how to have more of an adventure. Um, and, uh, and then uh, sitting on the beach getting a bit cold and then he's like should we go home then he goes are you telling me you didn't uh, have a nice time in the sea and uh, she's like well it was very very bad what you did there lying about being ill and dead but uh, I yes yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't so bad I guess well, I think you should uh, accept the promise you made and follow me on to our next stop. So they drive another few hours along the coast. Um, um, and they go to... Um, What's along the coast? Bournemouth, I guess. 
um, and what's in Bournemouth they go to um, right no they drive they drive further now and they go to Cornwall and in Cornwall it's it, it's it's a long drive, so it's like almost like the evening now. Um, and she's like, so she's singing on the car journey, and he, and he's like, you like singing, don't you? And she's like, oh, um, a little bit, I guess. And he says, why have you never, you know, I've never, uh, why not sing it then? So I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Possibly all these people watching. Oh no. And uh, he's like, he's like, look, Mary, those people, they don't give a shit. You get up there, just anywhere. One, you could blow them away. Two, you could make them laugh. Three, they don't care what you've done. Either way. You've got up there and you've entertained yourself. That's all that matters. And she's like, um, I don't, I don't know. I just think, I just think ah, it's nice to just sing to yourself sometimes, isn't it? And then, um, so, right, this story, sorry, it's a bit rushed. Okay, I'm buttoning again. Um, because you might be hearing it's starting to get a bit crackly and we can't be having that this uh yeah this podcast might not be the most professional but i do have some uh care for the listener and i won't put you through that business so yeah but i'm it isn't it not bringing you to tears oh no you haven't got to the teary bit yet this is good all right so what we said so carl they go to a karaoke bar because, as we remember, uh, Carl and um, Carl and Mary. Uh, well, Mary's always wanted to be a singer, but she's been scared, and she's never had the guts. So Carl says, "Let's go to a karaoke bar," and uh, Carl signs them up. Uh, Mary says, "Oh, what? Oh, I can't remember what she says. She's like, no, I, d- I don't want, I don't want to sing. I just want to stay in them." Lovely Milton Keynes. I don't. There's nothing for me. I, what's the point? You know. Um, and Carl says, "Are you? I don't know." I can't remember how Carl talks again. He's like, "What? I don't know what you're." No, he's not like that. He's like, I can't remember how Carl talks now. I, I, He's like mum, little man. He's like, well, you know, you know, you do want to sing. You you do want to sing. You you'll love it when you get up there. So he signs them up, and then the, the announcer says, All right, it's Carl and Mary. Time to sing uh, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Uh, and this song choice is very apt for what comes next. So so Carl gets up, and he's on the mic, and he says, he says Mary, what, you, what are you doing? You've got to come up here. You, you can't let me, let me sing Elton John on my own. Come on, live life. And she's, yeah, 
he keeps saying, he goes, you gotta, gotta, nobody cares what you do. Only you care what you do. And she's just like, no, no, I, 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 can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, and so, yeah, the song starts up. Starts coming in. Don't boom, break in my heart. And so Carl is singing along. Um, and he keeps kind of beckoning for, uh, uh, for thing of me for Mary to join in but she doesn't she's like oh and it's just Elton's bit and then it comes around to Kiki's bit and she still isn't up there and then um and then it's yeah he's he's just kind of struggling he's looking at her and the rest of the audience are kind of like nudging her and they're going come on get up there sing with Carl um and uh then it comes around to the and Mary's just sat there, she's thinking, and then you hear this voice being like, he's going, um, what does she say? Oh yeah, just like, she just remembers him saying, nobody, like, nobody cares, don't care what people think, just just live your life, focus on your life. Um, and then, uh, what happens? Yeah, so it comes up to the bit where he goes, ooh, nobody knows it. Um, and that is where Mary comes up. She jumps up on stage and she belts that line out. And she loves it. She um, hits the right notes in the right order. And the crowd go wild. And there's this like real tingly moment. I'm getting it now. And you will in the audience. And as a podcast listener, I'm sure you will as well. Ah, beautiful moment. Um, and so they're really getting into it and it's like they're kind of and then she carries on the crowd are clapping along clapping along and then what happens is um, he starts clutching his chest um, does uh, Carl he's like oh oh god and she kind of laughs because he's done this a lot on this trip and she thinks he's faking it so she laughs along she's like oh Carl what are you what are you like and uh and uh he um oh he's like he's like, No, it's real, it's real she's like, No, you're not and then the rest of the audience are like they start to panic because they haven't seen him do it and they think it's real. And then eventually she does clock on that it is real and so she starts to panic. Um and uh and then uh she calls nine 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 um, and she's kind of like in tears, in tears, and the ambulance comes, and then we cut to, he's in hospital, and uh, she's, um, yeah, she's in hospital, he's in hospital, and she's she's like just sat outside the room, kind of crying, um, but also remembering the beautiful evening they had, um, but then she checks her phone, and she's got Loads of missed calls from the old people's home where she works. Cause she hasn't even told them. She said she was just going out for a drive. Um, and so she's, yeah, in big trouble. Or is she? I am going to drop you back in to where I left you off now. Um, and hopefully this should carry on kind of smoothly. Um, there's still a little bit of crackling, but it's worth it for the, yeah, it's better that than uh, me just reciting what I thought. A week ago, two weeks ago. All right, see you in a bit.
it's at this point that she decides to return their missed calls and tell them what's happened because she's panicked and she's not in a good way and uh, a doctor comes out and there and so one of them um, she gets a real bollocking from uh, her manager and she feels very guilty and then um, the doctor's like I think he's going to make it and then um, and then so she welcomes him back in no so she said the doctor says oh you can come back in and uh, he's, he's there he's present but he's not he can talk but he hasn't got much energy and then um, so he's talking and he's saying I'm sorry I'm sorry um, yeah he's saying, he's saying I'm sorry I'm sorry but I put you through that it's uh, I didn't mean to I just wanted uh, one last good time and she's like don't be sorry I had a great time you'll be alright you'll be alright she says no I've, I forgot to tell you this is this is the end for me I uh, I haven't uh, been taking my medication for uh, a week now I just needed one last good time. There comes a point in a man's life when there isn't much more to live for stuck in a, a home like this. You do your best, you do. But I, I wanted to show you that there's more to this world. And I, I wanted to remind myself. But this I always knew it would be, it would be the last trip but you you enjoyed yourself didn't you and she's like she's crying and she's like yes yes I, I did I did don't no take the medication no you'll be alright and he's like no no it's it's time to go I do love my family I, I, I don't I don't hate them for leaving me there but I wish they knew how to have a bit more of an adventure every now and then. And then you hear boop, 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 boop. And there we go, he's dead. He's dead. And he shuts his eyes and uh, Mary sobs over him. And I'm actually getting quite emotional about this. Mary is like sobbing over him and uh, then we just see her driving home in silence back to the old people's home and she's getting real bollocking from her managing manager and she's just like so in this scene in the film we'd have it'd be like silent they're like there'd be like music playing over the top but you wouldn't hear anything from within the scene you'd just see 
her just getting tired off she's just staring blankly and crying and uh, because this man has changed her life and and then we uh, I was going to say she sings at his funeral but then I don't know how that wouldn't happen she wouldn't because I'm just thinking like who would have who would have organised her family would organise the funeral she sat at the funeral and it's very boring and yeah this that's what's happening oh god this is emotional um she sat at the funeral and it's like a really boring funeral and they're talking about how he was a very reserved man and kind of like maybe sometimes difficult um and she's just sat there thinking they didn't understand him they didn't get him and then it ends with her um turning up to some open mic night and uh just singing like not to loads of people the crowd doesn't go wild but she's just singing and uh she dedicates it to him to carl she says this is for carl who taught me how to live oh my god that is, I mean, the road trip part of it was quite rushed and it was just like a stop at a beach and then a stop at a karaoke bar and then he dies. There would obviously be loads in between. But, that is maybe the most emotional story I've bloody set up my own mouth yet. Oh, got into that. So, to recap, Carl and Mary, Mary Carl tells Mary he needs to go for a drive to get his driving better because it's before his 80th birthday, so he needs to, when he needs to retake his test. Um, Mary says, okay, they go for a drive. He actually drives her down to Brighton, where they go in the sea. He pretends to have a heart attack. Uh, she comes in and tries to help him, but then he kind of fools her and is like, ah, I'm not really having a heart attack. And then uh, he, they are both going to see and she's like oh, no, that was alright that was quite fun actually um, and then they go to a karaoke bar he gets up signs them both up she loves singing but she doesn't want to sing because she's too shy and he starts singing on his own and then she eventually gets dragged up and then she starts singing and the crowd love it and she's got a great voice and she's really enjoying it then he has a heart attack for real she does CPR on him keeps him alive for a bit he gets up to the hospital and then explains that he hasn't been taking his medication for a while. It's his time to go, but he just wanted to spread this joy of life one more time. Um, and uh, she cries. Um, the funeral is sad, and his family don't obviously never really understood him. Um, and then she goes and sings at some open mic night. That's all right. That's all right. Not bad for a trip where I've uh, been to tri- pick up some trousers. Now to um, now to think of a title. Um, like. I can't say the last trip, we can say something like a drive. 
or, oh no, like uh, the long, the last, no, it can be called like the last drive. It can be called something about like, oh, what did we have? No, last week we had something like the, we had the ride of your life last week. Um, Eighty. What about? Mm, is that too cringy? Eighty years young. Eighty years young. Is that? Um, I'm thinking eighty years young, but I feel like that sounds quite cheesy. Um, like. I want to say like there's life in the old dog yet, um, or let's call it 80 years young. All right, that is a bit cheesy, but it's quite a cheesy film in a way. Um, we're hitting all the right notes for the bit for a bit of fromage, but you know. That's what gets bums in seats. Bums in seats, and that's what we want at the end of the day. All right, 80 years young. Thank you very much for episode eight of... Uh, no, why am I thanking you? Thank you for listening, but thank me for doing it. Um, yeah, episode eight of First Up Boon Top. Bye-bye.